is coming up now on Established in the Faith. Jesus Christ came into this world to set you free from that giant that's already got you. Make your decision for Jesus Christ today while there is still time before it's everlasting too late. I come to tell you today, you can have victory over your giant. Neighbor and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. If you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me please to the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 17. 1 Samuel 17, let's pick it up with verse 38. And Saul armed David with his armor... And he put a helmet of brass upon his head. Also he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor. And he assuaged to go, for he had not proved it. And David said to Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off him. And he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in his shepherd's bag, which he had, even in his scrip, and the sling in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. Folks, we're all in a battle. We're facing things in the spirit world, just like this giant that David faced. And this morning, I just want to talk about facing the giants. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for His help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank You for everyone who has come this way. And Lord, every one of us, we're either facing something now or we're going to face something like this giant. And Lord, today I only have words to give to these people. Lord, I pray for the anointing of Your Spirit. Lord, help me to bring forth this word of truth and to give it to these people, Lord, that we may face the giants that are in our path. Lord, anoint your people to hear it and to receive it. And Lord, we're careful to give you praise and glory for all that you have done and for all that you're going to do. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen and Amen. In verse 3, 1 Samuel chapter 17, I want you to notice that the army of the Philistines had set the battle in array, and they're located on one mountain, and then you have the children of Israel located directly across from the Philistines on another mountain, and there is a valley in between. There is a distinct line drawn between that which is good 
and that which is evil. A valley in between. And there are some of you listening to me right now. You are in that valley. You have not made a decision to accept Christ as your Savior. And you are in the valley of decision. Let me tell you, friend, you need to make a decision now. You need to make a decision soon because the giant is coming. The Holy Spirit is quick to mark this giant with the number six. Six cubits and a span. Six pieces of armor along with his weapons of war. The Bible says that he has a spearhead, 600 shekels. He is a type of the Antichrist, which is soon to come upon this planet, whose number is 666. He will cause all, both great and small, to take his mark. And friend, if you are in that valley of decision today, and you have not made a decision to go over to the side of good and accept Christ as your Savior, let it be known unto you today, the giant is coming. And you will be left here to have to make a decision as to whether you're going to take the mark or not. Some of you have been in the valley of decision for a long time, and the giant has already come your way. The giant of sin has already come, and you didn't mean for it to happen, but the giant has already got you. The giant of sex has done and got you. The giant of pornography has already gotten you. The giant of drugs has already got a grip of your flesh, and you're screaming for another fix. The giant of alcohol has done and got a hold of you, and now you can't go a day without taking a drink. The giant has already got you, and he's having his way with you. He's giving your flesh to the birds. Demon spirits are tormenting you. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ came into this world to set you free from that giant that's already got you. Make your decision for Jesus Christ today while there is still time before it's everlasting too late. But Christian, let me tell you this. You can accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. You can be on the side of good, but that does not exempt you from having a giant to come into your path. Giants are intimidating. They're huge. Six cubits in the span. This giant was over nine feet tall. Some scholars say that he was as much as 12 feet tall. Weighing somewhere around 600 to 750 pounds. And it's no body fat, friend. It's all muscle. 
covered in ability, covered in, in, in garments of war, and He's looking at you. And He has called you out. And the giant doesn't necessarily have to be a person. It might be. But giants can come in all kinds of forms and Maybe it's a situation that you're in. And you can't climb up over the giant. You can't get around the giant. And he stands in your way. Maybe it's a sickness in your physical body. And, and the doctors can't figure out what to do. And they're doing this test and that test. And they're tormenting you. And there's a giant there. Maybe it's a giant in a relationship. If things don't change, maybe you're facing the giant of divorce. Giant in relationships. Giants at home. Your children are doing things they ought not to be doing. And you pray for them and, and, and the police are coming knocking on the door. And you know if something does not change, they're going to be put in jail. Giants. Giants on the job. Everybody around you is getting a pink slip and you don't know what to do and the bills are stacked up. Giants in your finances. This giant would come out in the morning and he'd come out in the afternoon. The voice of the giant rings out, come out and fight me. You get up in the morning and your mind is refreshed. And you're renewed in the time your feet hit the floor. You hear the voice of your giant looming in the distance. Come out and fight me. And it stays on your mind and it worries you from morning till afternoon. And you get home and you sit down in your easy chair and you try to take a few minutes to rest. And the voice of the giant comes again at you. And you can't get away from it. You can't run from it. It's there. It worries you day and night. It's like a cloud of depression that's on you. And you can't climb out over it. You can't get around it. You can't run from it. And you don't know what to do. There's nothing you can do. I know what I'm talking about. Friend, I've been there. Some of you are there now. I come to tell you today, you can have victory over your giant. Glory to God. Oh, y'all didn't hear what I said, church. I said you can have victory over your giant. Glory to God. Let me tell you something. When that giant stepped out and he made his debut, and he made his announcement, send out a man to fight me. If he beats me, then y'all have dominion over us. But if I beat him and kill him, then we'll have dominion over you. The men of Israel, they... They ran, they filtered away because they took it personally. And I want you to know something this morning. Although that giant, 
the voice of the giant speaks loudly in the deep recesses of your mind and it seems personal to you. Understand this, it ain't all about you, friend. That giant just ain't after you. It ain't all about you. But it's about the God that you serve. You see, back in those days when the armies would gather and they would fight, they would fight in the name of their God. And it's all about the God that you serve. So understand this, neighbor. You're not facing the giant by yourself. For 40 days, this giant would come out and make this announcement. And the people would run away. King Saul, he didn't know what to do. The soldiers said, they didn't want to tackle this guy. Are you crazy? But in the midst of all of this, a father sent his son to check on his brothers. A father sent his son with some bread to check on his brothers. David, many times in his actions, was a type of Christ. And when Jesus came on the scene, he said, I am the bread of life. And all who will believe in me will have eternal life. And here comes David. Somewhere around 14 to 15 years old. Little, little fella. And a real little fella compared to this monster. And he finds his brothers. And while he's there with his brothers, the giant comes out. And he makes his announcement once again. And David, he says... Who does this guy think he is? See, you need to identify what your giant is. Who does he think he is defying the armies of God? You need to identify who your giant is, and you also need to understand that you ain't in this thing all by yourself, honey. And they bring David in before King Saul. Now, Saul, as we've stated several times in this series of messages, Saul was the people's choice. He's a type of the flesh. And friend, you're going to have to deal with Saul. You're going to have to deal with your flesh. And you may even find yourself talking to yourself. Anybody talk to themselves? <laughs> they say when you talk to yourself it's alright it's when you start answering yourself back that's but somehow or other you're going to have to deal with this flesh because the flesh will talk you out of it the flesh will talk you out of your relationship with God the flesh will talk you into things that are not godly and David stands before Saul, and Saul says, You can't do this. You're, you're not able to stand up against this giant. 
He's a man of war since he was a little fella, and you're just a little fella. You can't do that. And Saul was right. And a lot of times the thoughts that come into our minds are right. And they are correct. But let me tell you, you've got God on your side. Greater is He that is in you than he who is in the world. So Saul tries to talk David out of fighting the giant. You're going to have to deal with the flesh. Now how do you deal with the flesh? David began to think back about the things that God had done for him. He said, King, he said, I tend my father's sheep. And I'm sitting out there one day and I'm playing my harp and this big old lion just come out of the woods and grab one of them sheep and run off with him. And I said, uh-uh, not on my watch. Uh-uh, see some of you need to grow a backbone and start standing up for what God has put you in charge of. Good grace and mercy. The reason this church is not growing is because some of you are not doing your part. The reason your church is not growing is because God has placed members there. He places all the organs in the physical body for them to work and function. Every chemical in your body, it is performing a function. And we are all individual members in the body of Christ. And we're supposed to be working and performing and doing our function. But people just want to come to church and sit in the pew and don't want to do nothing. I put my little dollar in the plate and everything will be fine. I'm just going to do my God thing and everything will be all right. And the body of Christ has to suffer for it. You let your gallbladder start giving you problems, buddy. You'll be all bent over and that's a picture of the body of Christ today. Because people won't do their job. Let the lion come in and just take whatever and do whatever and nobody stands up and says anything. Well, David said, no, sir, buddy, not on my watch. You're not taking my sheep and you need to grow a backbone and you need to say, uh-uh, honey, not in my family. You're not going to have my children. Uh-uh, you're not going to take my finances. Grow a backbone. And David said something came all over me. I was sitting out there one day and here come a big old bear. Big ugly thing. Come out of the woods and grabbed another one and took off. I said, before I knew it, the Spirit of God didn't come all over me. And now I got a bear rug laying at the house. You need to think back to what all the things that God has brought you through. God has brought, if God hadn't have been with you, you'd be dead you'd be laying out here in one of these cemeteries underground with moss growing over your tombstone but God worked on your behalf and God has done things for you in the past you need to think back to all the good things that God has done for you and start thinking about what God is going to do to this giant that is facing you right now glory to God because like I said, honey, you ain't in this thing all by yourself. 
Saul said, okay. All right, David. You talked me into it. Come on in here in the room. Let me get you suited up. Come out with this big old helmet. Saul was a big guy. He was a head and shoulders above everybody else. Saul comes out with this great big old helmet. Sits it on David's head. It comes down about to his waist. Comes out with all of this armor and a sword that he can't even pick up. Let alone try to use it to fight the giant. Saul's armor. And here's David now. He's all wrapped up and tied up in Saul's armor. The flesh. The church is forever trying to fight the giant with Saul's armor. What do you mean, Brother James? Trying to fight the giant with purpose-driven life and psychology in 21 days of this and 30 days of that and this and that and the other, every little scheme that comes down the pipe. We use and put on everything but the armor of God. Put on the armor of God so that you will be able to stand in the evil day. David said, I can't. I can't fight in all this stuff. Put it off. Here's what David got. Take a look at it now. I'm starting to close. Don't y'all get excited too much now. Verse 40. 1 Samuel 17 verse 40. He took the staff in his hand. If you could have looked at that staff, you would have seen carvings in it of God's dealings with David. The carvings in the staff would later be used and become the Word of God, the Bible. And he took the staff in his hand. See, some of you need to cut the TV off and take the staff in your hand. Are you listening to me? You need to take the staff in your hand and start reading it more than what you're doing. That's one reason why you can't face the giant. You've got a remote control in your hand instead of a staff. Oh, good grace and mercy, I ain't got time to preach it anyway. Staff in his hand, a type of the Word of God. Then he chose him five smooth stones. The number five is God's number for grace. Five stones. But it won't going to take but one. But friend, let me tell you, it's going to take a whole lot of grace. Now are you hearing what I'm saying? It's only going to take one stone. But it's going to take a whole lot of grace. David went down to the brook to get these stones, a type of the Holy Spirit. You need to get in an environment that is conducive to the moving of the Holy Spirit so that the grace of God can flow through your life. So he's got the staff, he got the stones from the brook, put them in his shepherd's bag, which he had even in his script. Renewing of the mind. Renewing of the mind. In the things of God. Which means you've got to unlearn the wrong thing. So that you can learn the right thing. And you can't get it by Dr. Spock's book out here. You can only get it from the word of God. So take, take the staff in your hand. 
the stones by the brook. And last of all, he took the sling in his hand. The sling is your faith. Your faith is what is going to deliver the stone and hit the spot. See? But it ain't just faith in anything. It has to be faith in Christ and what Christ did for you at Calvary. Now, we all know the story. That giant came out and laughed at David. And while that giant is laughing, David done took that rock and threw it. And the Holy Ghost took it and hit the only open spot. And that giant's armor hit him right between the eyes and he fell graveyard dead. David went up and chopped his head off. David being a type of Christ. When Jesus died on Calvary, Jesus said, Upon this rock I will build my church. Who Jesus is and what he did. When Jesus come up out of that grave, he cut off the head of Satan. And Satan is a defeated foe. So this morning I encourage you to take the sling of faith. Faith in Christ. Because the giant has already been defeated. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.